0: And that time, I know that the stock I like is very expensive, but I didn't put any effort to study new stock or new boost or learn to invest outside Thailand. So my entire portfolio all got stuck.
1: Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community we know that to win in investing you must take risk but to win big you've got to reduce it. Go to myworstinvestmentever.com and join our Facebook group to connect with our community of guests and fellow listeners. Fellow risk takers. This is your worst podcast host Andrew Stotts from A Stotts Academy and I'm here with featured guest Satima Mien Lamai or Tao. Tao, how are
0: you? Are you ready to rock? Yes, I'm
1: ready. Yeah, I'm excited to hear your story. Let me introduce you to the audience. Ladies and gentlemen, Dao is the founder of Vietnam Value Investor Group in Thailand. She works full-time as an architect, but believes long-term stock investing in Vietnam would grow her savings with less effort. Her motto is, when in doubt, just keep investing and Learning. I'll take a minute and fill in further tidbits about your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Well, so I was born and raised in countryside of Thailand, and then I come came to Bangkok for studying architecture. And during my college years, like fourteen years ago, I had opportunity to visit school in Hanoi. Vietnam, and then I got JETRO scholarship to to Japan for a short period, like to study. And one thing that surprised me the most is about the contrast of student in both country. Like the one in Japan were rich, and the one in Vietnam were poor. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, but the, nevertheless, they both were smart and hardworking, right? And and then later, my friend in Vietnam like. A scholarship to study in Japan and, and UK and Denmark and 10 years later we, we met again and they, they look more confident and become wealthy and I think if you have a friend who were already rich and smart and 10 years later become wealthy you, you may not notice much difference mm. but, if, but if you have a friend who were smart hardworking but very poor and then uh, 10 years later they become rich would be like very remarkable Sheng. yes so so i'm very surprised how my friend like grow up and Sheng that time and this is the reasons why i was interested about the potential of vietnam and yeah and so that
1: that that connected you with vietnam
0: yes like okay how, how did that how did
1: your friend get rich
0: because they they are very smart and then they get a job in Denmark and like in in uh, UK and then they come back and some some of them still be there
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so so I, I feel like that and and I feel that Vietnam just have like fighting character that they they, they they're very tough something like that that's and, for sure <laughs> um, I
1: I went to school at Cal State Long Beach and we have a huge Vietnamese community all around my university mm-hmm. in that area Vietnamese people definitely are survivors.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, right. And other reason that I invest in Vietnam, I would uh, give credit to Dr. Nguyen. He inspired me to invest in Thai stock market last 12 years and Vietnam stock market about six years. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and Dr. Ni like simplifies things, the way of investing and make it easy to, for everyone to understand mm. and learn. And for for yeah. the
1: international listeners out there, Dr. Ni Wei is a, a lovely gentleman who is really a master of value investing mm-hmm. and could be considered the Warren Buffett of Thailand, but also has a real kind spirit. And so I think he has inspired a lot of people in Thailand.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, I. Yeah. So I very admire him, and that's about my life and how mm. I start investing in Vietnam.
1: And just to to close out, two last things. The first one is, it seems strange to some people that an architect would start to become kind of a an expert in investing, value investing, you know, that type of thing. And so I'd like to just understand how you know how that happened. And the mm. second thing is. Vietnam value investor group tell us why you started it and what you know what you're doing with it
0: okay so so I think when when I first start investing is because just that i see uh, the bank interest that is so low and i just go go went to one coffee shop and then opened the magazine and say that uh, like one one hospitals in thailand get like six percent dividend yield and and then i just invest and that time like the hospital stock go a lot and then I just like wow <laughs> it's 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 maybe part of luck, not, not my mm. talent much. So, so that's why I guess that. And for Vietnam, value investor group, actually is kind of, I, I don't mean to be that because when mostly when people open page, they, they have the knowledge about things and they want to share. But my case is, I don't know anything, but I have <laughs> the feeling that I want to learn about Vietnam. Then I wrote an article about it and some people I uh, read it, and I remember like the first trip to to Vietnam, like six years ago. I it's kind of fumble. Like I go with my dad, but my dad' has bought like expired in before.
1: So he six, he couldn't yeah. leave Thailand airport or what?
0: Yeah, so I, I go there, and I I read on on the news that they have a Vietnam airport stock, which is cheap cheaper than Thai Thai airport stock, like ten times, and they have like twelve. Oh, sorry. 22 airport. And I, I see like the Vietnam is like so uh almost 100 populations and and everybody's like the, the country is, is so mm. long and like it's I feel like I have a chance. And then I, I go there and I don't know how to invest. I just carry some money on my backpack and go there. And and then because. It's like fumble and then I, I forgot to declare my money, and my broker said I cannot invest because I forgot to declare. And then like what? I feel like what's a country? Why I don't understand anything. So just posting things to five friends who who interest, and then we can share things, and and that's that's how group start. <laughs> that,
1: that's a great story, and you know it's the organic <laughs> development. You know like. I think everybody likes to learn and and watch someone learn and and grow with them. So, you know, that's very valuable. (laughs) And were you able to, the money that you brought in, were you able to invest it or you had to go out again and come back in? Or you had to go declare it somewhere or were you able to invest it?
0: So I... I cannot invest the time to for the IPO. I carry it like big money and I'm scared that I would get robbed around the country and go back to Thailand and then I have to to buy airport stock, like two times more expensive because I just forgot to declare and it's like it's fun a bit funny, but yeah.
1: that's interesting. But, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> that we always see the the documents or whatever on the airplane. If you have more than ten thousand dollars, please declare the Money money,
0: <laughs> yeah, so here good. you
1: go. All right, well, now it's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one goes into their worst mm-hmm. investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to, then tell us your story.
0: Uh, okay, so I think it's probably like the most people you interview have the worst investment at the beginning and they learn and then they improve and then success. But my case is different. My best investment so far until now was at the beginning. And my worst is in the middle. Right? Mm. So, so so at the beginning, I have less knowledge about financial thing. I, I knew just PE ratio, dividend yield. And I just invest in the company I like. And But I very look at the detail of the company. Yeah, and But the, the stock I pick, like retail, airports, hospitals, turn out like... 10 banker for some years. Yeah, I, I was lucky, but that time I just graduated so I don't have money. much. just very small money. So it doesn't change thing. And then when I start to be more aggressive, yeah, and I put all my savings into stock and then I have like struggling year that because maybe five years later, like Thai economy slow down and so my stock like that and my stock EPS grew slowly compared to the P.E. ratio about 40, 50 sometimes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it still go out, go out, but slower. And then the market don't give the value like high P.E. anymore. So, and that time, I know that the stock I like is very expensive, but I didn't put any effort to study new stock or new net or learn to invest outside Thailand. So my entire portfolio got stuck. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah. And, and then and when, when you say stuck,
1: what does that mean? It didn't uh, go up and the market went up or it went down and you were feeling like you're stuck in it?
0: It doesn't go up and the market doesn't go up too. Yeah. It's now, uh, now that PE is slowing down because mm. uh, the, the earnings go up, but nobody is not bullish anymore. Anyway. Right. Bit about it anymore yeah and that at that time and then like Dr. Nguyen wrote an article about Vietnam and I personally believe in it has potential so I started investing in Vietnam equity market like six years ago and then I diversified to U.S. and China because like global brands products never lived in Vietnam or Thailand so mm. so yep yeah, that's the and, and now I feel that like my investment life is being on the right track again, that I enjoy learning new things and I'm satisfied with my performance. And mm. I think I, I like the quote that Charlie Munger said that like there are values way of value investing, just like fishing. But the first law of fishing, you you have to be where the fish are and, <laughs> and maybe uh, the fish, more fish outside Thailand. And yeah, just. That's my story.
1: That's great. And And uh, how would you describe the lessons that you learned from this?
0: Lessons from from my experience, right? Mm. So, my overall portfolio was hurt at the middle of my investment because I didn't keep learning. Like, I kept investing, but not keep learning. And maybe my my big profits at the beginning is because of luck, and I start. Investing in Thai stock market in good timing, not my talent much. So, but, but the luck won't be with you long so that you have to invest in yourself and never stop learning.
1: Mm. So maybe I'll share a couple of things that I took away from your story. The first thing I wrote down was the home country bias. Mm-hmm. So, so many people only invest in their home country. Mm -hmm. And I always say to them, you know, if we were sitting in London and we had a million dollars that we could invest anywhere in the world, would we invest it in your home country? Mm -hmm. Probably not. We -hmm. would be looking around the world for opportunities. But because we understand our home and, you know, we understand how to operate here, we just invest in our home country. So congratulations to you for moving beyond home country (laughs) bias. Thank you. Uh, Then the the second thing I wrote down was start with luck. You know, it's it's interesting, the number of people that do start with luck, and then they bet more and more and more. And then all of a sudden, reality comes, right? And, you know, your reality wasn't so brutal. You didn't like lose all your money. But the point is, is that sometimes having luck in the beginning is a curse Mm -hmm. because then you think, oh, this is kind of easy. And I think the third thing that I take away is, you know, I like your saying, just keep investing and and learning that you mentioned before. And I think the point is, is that one of the things I love about finance is that now it's almost 30 years that I've been in the world of finance and every day I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I decided to go and do my PhD and I did that and I learned so much more. And just I just did an analysis of the balance sheets of US banks and how they performed during the crisis of 2008 and this current crisis, and I learned more. And you just think it's endless learning. Now, maybe that's the case in all professions, but truthfully, some professions are pretty standard. Think about an architect as an example. You have to learn some foundational principles but it's not like something completely different is going to change in the world of engineering or science or architect or something like that. So that's the other part that I just think that in finance, you're constantly having to adjust to the to the system that you're investing in. So anything that we would add to that?
0: About I think about that. And
1: anything, anything. Does that make sense to you or?
0: Yes, it's very makes sense. And, and I really admire you for doing many things and keep learning so much. Like Things like I keep learning is easy to say, but difficult to do. And I still feel very lazy sometimes to learn new things. Yeah. yeah.
1: So let's <laughs> challenge ourselves and challenge the listeners out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, what are you learning today? Right behind me is a lot of books. Mm-hmm. And last night, it was uh, three in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I woke up. And I went and grabbed one of my books called Six Puzzles of Finance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I started reading it again about some very strange things in the world of finance. And that was you know, fantastic and it's great to be learning. So I think that is an ultimate challenge to the audience. I also have a little connection, by the way, with architects because mm-hmm. my great grandfather, his family immigrated from Germany to America in 1839, a long time ago. And then eventually he started an architectural firm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And then my father, my grandfather took over that firm and ran it with his brother until they sold the firm. The firm still exists in Pittsburgh. It was started in 1898. My father and myself didn't do architecture, Mm -hmm. but my grandfather and my great-grandfather have about 900 structures in Pennsylvania, particularly Pittsburgh that they were architects on. So it's uh, amazing. And mm-hmm. I have all these drawings around my house that my, my grandfather oh. did. And I just admire the ability of architects to draw, which I <laughs> can't draw at all. Yeah. I, <laughs> nice. That's my, my yeah. little connection with, with architecture. Mm-hmm. So oh. let me ask you, I want you to think about, you know, young people out there who were where you were in the past. And what I want to ask you is based upon what you learned from this story and what you continue to learn, mm-hmm. what one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, we, we talk about learning. So I, I would say that like keeping investing and learning, but if I had to put just one thing, I would say, keep learning. But, mm. but I think one solutions that, because I'm, I'm not like hardworking person and I feel lazy at time to learn new things. So I, I feel that like solution that work for me is to mingle with people who, who love learning. It's like the classic, what does say you are uh, the average of five people you, you spend time with and so to encourage myself to to like uh not to stop learning vietnam stock i, I create my own page now and I, I told myself to keep posting things every day and i have group of investor retail investor to do like online presentations like one one person one stop and then so, so that we can share and discuss ideas something like that and i also organize seminar and the meeting like every years, like once a year, at least. And for, for investors who interest about Vietnam, miss stock, so they can catch up and share things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's yeah, great. right. And and I also rely that not just to meet with potential people help you go in terms of investing, but in regarding help, I, I try to to up myself with my friend who love exercise. Yeah, and, and, and maybe I'm I'm the worst in my group in terms of exercise, but, you know, my, my course friend, like, compete like, 100-kilometer trails and some, like, 100-mile trails, so even I'm the worst in, in the group, but I have done, like, 10 full marathon, like, 42K, so this is better than risk people who may not care. <laughs> about That's exercise. much better. Mm-hmm.
1: So I guess the lesson I'm taking away from that is, if you'd feel lazy at times, if you feel like not learning or not exercising, hang around people who are doing it, who yeah. are inspiring, who are motivational mm-hmm. and, and it will rub off on you and you don't have to be the best, but you got to just get out there and do it.
0: Yes, I agree. I do believe that minking with uh, the right friends is important.
1: <laughs> mm, fantastic. So last question, what's your number one goal for the next 12 months?
0: For me now, my, my goal for next twelve months is to travel to Vietnam as much as I can because I think I now I get three <laughs> vaccines and I think next twelve months they they go into open and so that I want to understand Vietnam better and actually I've visited Vietnam maybe thirty times already, <laughs> but but I, I love seeing the dynamic of the cities and how they grow and change every time i visit like peter lynn said like visit visiting star and like uh, testing the product is one mm-hmm. of analysts job so so i am sure that the cost of toweling to Vietnam, I could get it back from the stock, Vietnam stock letter, so yeah.
1: Yeah, you're doing your research, (laughs) and you enjoy it. That's great. Well, listeners, there you have it, another story of loss to keep you winning. Remember to go to myworstinvestmentever.com and join our Facebook group and connect with our community of guests and fellow listeners. As we conclude, Tao, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And on behalf of A ASTOTS Academy, I hereby award you alumni status for turning your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience?
0: Just keeping investing and learning. <laughs> that's
1: great it. Great advice, ladies and gentlemen. Keep investing and keep learning. And that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our well, fellow risk-takers. This is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stott, saying, I'll see you on the upside.